Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. Angel blessings to everyone. Our show today is called The Five Secrets to Grow a Successful Spiritual Business. I started my spiritual business in 2007, and I nearly tripled my following in two years through social media and direct marketing, which is really internet marketing. And I teach these business building techniques online to help people who have spiritual businesses who are all, or business entrepreneurs get their business started. Uh, I also write for a variety of online magazines, such as the Huffington Post and Own Times Magazine. And we're broadcasting on Own Times Radio, which is part of the Own Times uh, Network. And Findhorn Press just published my latest book, Grow Your Spiritual Business, with my co-author, Cindy Griffiths. So a lot of the material here is in the book, but it's also on my expanded on my online course. But today, I'm going to show you the key secrets on how to start and grow a successful holistic or a spiritual business. Now, this could apply to uh, a lot of different kinds of businesses. Um, holistic and spiritual is a, a very broad term, so it could be a variety of things. But even if you have a small business that doesn't fit this category per se, these key secrets can help you. And we'll also go over the latest and greatest online things that you can do and the tools that you can use to grow your business fast. So whether you're just starting a business or you're even just thinking about having your own business, I'll show you how to create a moving one. And including the internet marketing techniques that really worked for me. It was, uh, it's pretty amazing. There's some things that worked and some things that didn't work. Uh, one of the things that's really important in any business is that you try things out, that you have to go out and do. And that, uh, you, you know, nowadays you hear lots about doing online marketing, um, which is, you know, social media, podcasting, video casting, vlogging, blogging, writing uh, online, and so on. And that, that's all part of it. Um, and, you know, we'll talk about a little bit about that. But we're going to start with the basics in terms of, you know, pulling back. What is the bigger picture of what you're trying to do? And how those key ideas will help um, kind of go into each of those different areas. Because, whether you are um, in starting your business or, or continuing to grow it, there is a concept behind how do you get those people to come to you? How do you uh, let people know that you're there and you're available to provide a service, um, to give your gifts out there, um, and reach people? Uh, how do you know? How do you do that? Whether you're doing that when you start or when you're actually already going. Um, and I've been speaking in various places um, around the country and online to people and getting some feedback on some of the issues that they have. And I think what we address here really helps uh, 
kind of change that mindset a little bit about what you need to do to get yourself going. So when you start your business, whether it's a spiritual business or holistic business, you know, your biggest concern is getting people to know that you even exist. And then once your business is established, you, you know, people that we worry about, how do you keep those customers coming in? How do, how do you, some people have said to me, they, they are complaining about that, well, they've got, they get a certain number of clients, they get a, it grows to a certain point, and then it wanes off. And, um, you know, how do you uh, keep them? Or how do you get more? And so we'll talk about some of those ways you, you can do that. Um, so the strategy is always the same, whether you, again, are just starting out or you have an existing one. And I'll go over the five ways that you uh, can boost your business and that you can put in place right now. Okay, so when you're a business owner, that's a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, a big part of your job is to make it easy for someone to find you and to build a personal relationship with them by getting them to know you. And even after you get their attention, uh, you're not done yet. So he or she is going to want to know more about you and what you do before they decide to purchase something. So boosting your spiritual business is all about what we call attracting and resonating with people. And in our business, in spiritual business, you should be able to really connect to what, uh, what attracting and resonating is, right? Um, so you, quote, attract to get someone's attention. And then you, if you resonate uh, if, with them, with him or her, They'll become a customer. So to keep your customers coming back again and again, you're going to want to do what we call the third thing, which is synergize. And so these are the three pieces of what we call spiritual marketing, which is attract, resonate, and synergize. So you want to synergize your relationship with them. And, and it's kind of a made-up word with uh, kind of a takeoff on synergy. And these are the three key components of spiritual business marketing which can boost your business. Again, attract, resonate, and synergize. Now, if you're concerned about the selling part of getting customers, you don't, don't, ha- don't be, because people who want to come to your business are actually looking for you. They're looking for your help. Uh, and that's where the attraction part comes in. You're giving people a chance to know that you're available to help them, and to help them solve a problem that they want to solve. And that's, that's really key. That's important, is knowing the problems that you can solve for other people. And then you, you want to get them to be comfortable with you by uh, starting a conversation. And that's where, like, social media comes into play or doing an article or a blog. So you and they can, uh, you both can get to know each other and learn more about what you do. So this is very, very similar to, say, making a new friend or finding a romantic partner. It's really very similar. And the good thing is that uh, we are all geared to doing that. We're, you know, that's how human beings work. So you often start as an acquaintance, right? Uh, When you get to know, you notice somebody, it's like, oh, that person, um, I want to, meet them, they seem interesting, so you start out as an acquaintance, and that 
through that initial get to know you conversation, um, hi, how are you? You know, uh, so, you know, where are you from? Do you live around here? What do you do? And things like that. You find that maybe you both have things in common and maybe you're interested in similar things. And if you both do that, you know, both click and you like each other, there that becomes resonance, what we call resonance, right? I really resonate with that person. Um, you know, they, I, they get me, I get them. We like the same things. We understand things the same way. So let's go over the five things you can do right now to start that conversation and get your relationship going to boost your business and be more successful quickly. And this will help you start to resonate both with your potential and your current customers. And you might want to write these down. Uh, so get something to write with and write on. And write down, as you're going through these things, through the five things, you might want to write down some examples for yourself where you feel that you can apply this to your business. Okay. And we've got about uh, oh a minute or two before we go to break. Um, but we'll start on number one. Okay. So number one is, Pick one thing. Now, this is going to be an interesting conversation because uh, I've been sharing it with some people, and actually I was uh, talking to my administrative assistant, my assistant, and she um, has some friends in the business, and she says, oh, that, you know, that's really hard for people. And, um, and let's talk about it. A lot of spiritual and holistic business owners have lots of products and lots of services they want to offer. But what you need to do is you need to pick one thing your business does that can be the centerpiece that you can focus on and that you can promote. The clearer it is for people to know what you offer, the more likely they're going to become a customer. So there's a saying, a confused customer doesn't buy. So, for example, a business that promotes life coaching sessions, herbal supplements, essential oils, and hypnotherapy all at once, you know, that's going to cause confusion. So you want to put your best service first. So I'm not saying that you should throw away the others, and this is where people get upset. You know, I was actually guilty of the same thing. I used to offer a lot of different things, and that um, that caused sometimes somewhat of an issue. Uh so you have to pick one thing, and some people might wonder, um, what, what is this? What do I pick? So what you can do, for example, is say uh, picking life coaching as a centerpiece, and then you have your other services as add-ons, what I call add-ons, these services or products. So now you become the life coach. People know you are a life coach, and the other things are things that people can can come to you for later. So now you're known and branded as a life coach. It creates clarity with your customers to know what your business is about. And again, it doesn't mean that you can't offer other services or products. Uh, The key is to brand yourself and your business as one main thing. And then you can offer other services as secondary offers or what I call these add-on products. Now, um, I used to do this. I'm going to tell you a story. We're going to go to break, and after we come back from break, uh, I will—I'll tell you a story. What happened to me? (laughs) 
and uh, we'll be right back. So hang out, those of you out there in Radio Land, hang in there with us. Those of you who are out there on Facebook, um, we'll continue. We'll be right back. And welcome back. You're listening to Between Heaven and Earth Radio, and I'm Lisa Kay, your host. And we are talking today about the five secrets to grow a successful spiritual business. And the first, um, we, we already did the first one, and hopefully we'll get to all five within our four sections here. Uh, and the first one was to pick one thing that you do. And I'll, I was going to tell you the story about what I did. Um, so I started out doing a lot of different things, and I did, I offered uh Two different kinds of in, intuitive readings. I did three types of energy healing. I did Reiki. I did e, IET. I did, uh, you know, um, uh, crystal healing. I did meditation. I did house clearing. I taught Reiki. I taught about angels and all that stuff. And uh, plus, I, I hosted a radio show. In fact, uh, I've been doing this show oh, for, oh gosh, eight years. It's a long time. Um, a lot of things. I still do the radio show. Uh, and then what happened was a customer of mine came to me um, who loved what I did, and she said, "Oh, I was talking to you a, to about you to a friend of mine. Um, you know, I love what you do, and I think she'd really be interested in coming to see you." Uh, and you know, I went to tell her. You know, she asked me, "Oh, so what does she do? You know, what does Lisa do?" And she said, "I, I, I said I." She goes, "I couldn't answer her." She said, I, um, she said, well, I, I did, told her you did a lot of different things. And so that caused a little customer confusion. And then I realized, oh, okay, this is maybe not such a good thing. You know, people should be able to recite your elevator pitch. Um, so what I do now is I promote my business. Um, I picked one thing. I picked the thing that I'm most passionate about, the thing that I do really well, the thing that um, I have a lot of fun with and that I have the most experience in. So I promote my business as being an expert on intuition and teaching people how to develop theirs. So I teach people how to develop their intuition so they can make it happen when they want, on what they want, and get detailed information. That's it. One thing. Doesn't mean I don't teach other things or do other things as well. They're sort of related. Uh, so f- my add-ons, those are my add-ons, are things I teach about energy healing. I teach about metaphysical energy. And the reason is that it's actually very connected to intuition. Um, it's what you might call the psychic energy. It's uh, metaphysical energy. And it is theoretically how intuition actually the information is conveyed and how it's communicated through this energy so i teach about energy and energy healing uh and that's probably born out of my interest in energy healing because i was interested in energy and how that all works so that's an add-on um i also do guided meditation uh, because I think meditation is really important for how you to develop your intuition, um, and I and meditation is great for all kinds of things: stress reduction, being healthier, um, calming your mind. So I do guided meditation, and it also helps you connect to your intuitive mind, your intuition. And I also teach people how to um, 
grow their businesses, uh, their spiritual business, which was born out of my level two intuition development course. The people who take level two are the ones who are want to move on and say do intuitive readings for other people uh, or use their intuition in um, their spiritual business. And because of that, they want to know, well, how do I start my business? And that's why it's in the course in level two. But I then spun it off and teach it separately. And actually, that's how my book came about. It kind of just rolled. And that may be how you might find, if you don't have secondary add-on services or products, uh, the way you may find how you can develop those. And it's important that you have them um, because that's what keeps people coming back. That's how you keep your customers uh, who have come to you originally coming back to you. So let's see. So that's number one, right? Pick one thing. Okay, number two. Hope you're writing these down. When you promote promote yourself, what you want to do is you want to solve a problem. You don't want to solve your problems. You want to solve your customer's problem. People are going to spend money on things to help solve their problems. You know, they want to lose weight. They want to uh, find a soulmate. They want to um, figure out how to improve their health. They want to know how to get promoted in a job. Those are issues and problems that they want to solve. So you have to figure out how your business solves those problems. Some people are looking, uh, so your business has a solution, right? So, for example, maybe you have a meditation CD. Now, uh, your, your, your meditation CD is going to help people reduce stress or anxiety. Uh, maybe your herbal remedy is going to help increase um, health or mental clarity. Uh, your yoga class, if you're a yoga teacher, is going to help revitalize someone's energy, help them be um, more energetic so they can accomplish more in their day. So see, we're, we're looking at how these businesses solve people's problems. And you don't want to be vague about it. You want to be very specific. So let me give you an example. A lot of new uh, holistic business owners want to get a large following right off the bat on their Facebook page. So they um, will set up a page and they invite their friends and maybe their existing customers to like the page and then maybe they get a couple hundred likes and it then it peters off. So for the, to help those business owners, I would offer a webinar to solve a problem. How do you get more people? And what I would do is I would call it how to spend a dollar a day and get a thousand of the most holistically minded people to like your Facebook page. Um, so I'm solving a problem. So here I'm going to show you how to get more followers, get more people to like your page and, uh, only spend a dollar a day to do it. Now, you know, you know, so what does that translate into for them as well? Well, if you get more followers, they are going to be, you know, they'll spend some time with you. Maybe they'll resonate with you and, uh, become your customer. Okay, so here's another example. Say you're teaching about the law of attraction and you're an intuitive reader. So now you got your two things, the, the law of attraction and you maybe you're a tarot card reader, two separate things. It sounds like, okay, but you want to do both. 
So what you might promote is you might say that uh, your one thing is you help people manifest. You help people manifest, say, their dream lifestyle. And you do this by teaching them the laws of attraction, and then you use your intuitive abilities to help them find the signposts or the synchronicities, you know, the synchronicities that guide them to that lifestyle. So you solve their problem of wanting to manifest a better lifestyle. So another really um, clear example, and this is not mine, uh, but this is something I'm going to steal. And I I don't know whether it was um, Brian Tracy or Stephen Covey, but basically, uh, what somebody said, you know, what you're selling, if you're if you're a manufacturer of drill bits, you know, if you want the drill bits that go into the drill, guys will understand this. You're not selling drill bits. You're not selling. Uh, if you want people to buy them, what you have to do is you're you're actually selling the holes, the holes that the drill bits make. That people are looking to make a, a hole. They're not looking to have the best drill bit that's the sharpest and made out of titanium. So I always like that because that, that kind of clarifies it for me. Okay, so let's go to number three. All right, number three. Number three is have a website. So everybody's on the Internet today. Uh, it's it's almost a joke that you can't get the phones away from people. Even people who are, um, you know, not the, just the millennials, but you've got older people and younger people. If you're not on the web, then you're not going to get seen. And creating a website for your business now is more important than ever. And even if you just have a one-page website, people are going to find your business more easily for two reasons. The first one is that, again, almost everybody's getting information from the Internet. Um, they don't go to the yellow pages anymore. There are a few people who do, uh, but I would say they're probably over the age of um, 80. <laughs> uh, n- nobody uses the yellow pages. Everybody goes to Google. And maybe even the people over 80 use Google. Um, my, my mom's over 80 and she uses Google. Uh, so they use Google to search for what they're looking for. And so you want to be where they're looking. Secondly, you can describe more about your business on a website than you could do like than you can on a business card or than you can in a, a magazine ad, which costs a gazillion dollars for something more than a postage stamp. Um, and the web and a website well, I'll give you number three, the third reason is websites are free. You can you can create your own website for free. Websites also give your business uh, and authenticity, it looks, it gives you some authority, and it establishes your business as a serious endeavor uh, rather than, you know, um, I guess something that would be uh, fly-by-night. People are looking for, for you know, they want to know your website. And creating a website is so simple these days. You can create one for free. And, uh, you know, my background is very technical, so I'm very aware of people who are not technical. I can understand and sympathize with um, people who say, oh, my gosh, that's too, that's too difficult. But now you can go at their um, wordpress.com is where you can create a website for free. You could do it on, uh, let's see, actually, I, I do have a resource out on the web um, where you get a lot, where you can, can find all these for free. Uh, Wix, I think, .com is another one, W-I-X. 
There there are just a, a zillion of these. And if you can type in an email and click send, you can create a website just by clicking publish instead. So creating a website is really, really important. And uh, it's best to create one with, uh, well, with a domain name name that you have that's your own. But if not, that's okay. Uh, Just being out there on the web is really important. We're going to go to another break in about 15 seconds. And then when we come back, uh, we'll go over the rest. Let's see, we've got a few more here on the five secrets to grow a successful spiritual, holistic, or any kind of business um, as an entrepreneur. So we'll be back. So hang in there with us and uh, we'll continue. Do you have time to read that inspiring book or that blog post you've been meaning to get to? In your busy world, how do you improve yourself and keep your life going? I'm Lisa Kay and my Between Heaven and Earth radio show can transform your life just by listening. Be uplifted with inspiring topics, positive stories, and ideas that really work. Heaven and Earth Radio is conscious living for your soul every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. And welcome back. I'm Lisa Kay, and you're listening to Between Heaven and Earth Radio on the Own Times Radio Network. Uh, we're actually expanding. We're doing. I'm really getting into the technology. I love the technology, uh, and sometimes I get a little too crazy with it. Um, but right now we're actually doing a live video on Facebook and we are um, broadcasting over Om Times Radio and we get syndicated out to, um, oh gosh, all kinds of places. Uh, let's see, Blog Talk Radio, YouTube, um, Podbean, I think that's what it's called, Stitcher and SoundCloud and you name it. Um, so it's really kind of cool. And if you're listening out there anywhere other than Om Times Radio or Facebook, um, hi, come on over down to, if uh, on Facebook, we're actually on facebook.com slash between heaven and earth. And uh, we have people there. I'd like to get it, you know, a little more active. So I go online all the time, um, which, you know, to the dismay of some people, um, but I am actually out there looking and if you post something, if you have a question, if you post it there, um, I see them all. So I'd be very happy to answer your questions. That's something that I'm really into doing. And we are at our half hour mark. So uh, this is where I do a little bit of um, some announcements. And I wanted to tell you about uh, actually some free videos. I got three free videos out there that kind of continues what we're talking about here. It's on uh, other topics than what we have here. Um, but if you like what you're listening to, you can go to those free videos and it will teach you about how to sustain an income and grow your customer base, how to go from your day job to having your own spiritual business. I know some people have issues with that. How do I leave my job and start my business or what do I do? What It teaches you what the next step, step is to attract people who want to need your services. Um, and how to you know share your those gifts those valuable gifts you have to keep the excite your excitement going and not get bogged down and you know um, in you know just the nitty gritty of it all how to keep that 
going, how to grow your email list and get more followers and draw people in to want to hear what you have to say. And you can go to howtostartyourspiritualbusiness.com and sign up for the three videos and how to get started, how to get rid of your doubts, uh, how to grow your client list, how to start a new business. Maybe you want to go to a new place to start and you don't know how to get going. Well, this is the way to do it. So howtostartyourspiritualbusiness.com. And you can find out about me at lmk88.com. So those are my initials, <laughs> lmk88.com. So let's continue. Uh, we are up to, let's see. Actually, we're finishing up number three. Again, we were talking about a, a, a website. Um, so, and, and I'm going to add a little bit in on the website. Uh, you know, that one of the questions people ask is, I want to do social media. What do I do? There's so much out there. There's there's Twitter, there's Facebook, there's LinkedIn, there's YouTube, there's Tumblr. Um, Snapchat's a big one right now. So I'll talk to you a little bit about this. Uh, it's interesting. Um, so I think it depends on your audience. And like, for example, Snapchat apparently has surpassed Twitter in terms of reaching more people. And I, I forget the statistics, but it's like they've got um, a billion more um, interactions per day or something like that than, you know, the, than some of the, like Twitter. Um, but Snapchat is mostly young people. Uh, my son, who's 18, is on it all the time. So if your target market is 18 <laughs> or in that, you know, probably the uh, millennial or maybe a little younger, um, you know, the 20s, the people who are in their 20s, they, they use Snapchat. I don't, uh, the people who use Facebook tend to be a little older. Um, those who use Snapchat would, Snapchat would just kind of scoff at those who, who use Facebook as being the older generation. Uh, but that's my target market, and that's kind of where I'm at. Um, we're, we're out there on Facebook right now and that's where I want to be because that's where my people are. <laughs> so, uh, YouTube I found now, let, let me just take one more step. If you're just a little bit, um, into all this stuff, you can get all kinds of analytics and information and, and it's not hard. It's just a menu that you click on and you can find out who the kinds of people that are coming to see your page, the kinds of people who like you. Uh, who's looking at your videos on YouTube. So that being said, on YouTube, I found that the people who are coming to see me are younger than those who are on Facebook. In Facebook, I get people who are between the ages of, I'd say, 35 and actually 65. On YouTube, they're younger. They're going to be 25 to 45, 55. And I also know that my audience is mostly women. Um, in some cases, it's 80% women. And so, hey to all the ladies out there. Um, so it depends on your audience. So obviously, if you're in a business, uh, so if I was a, in a business doing something for men, I'm, you know, I'm attracting the wrong crowd. Uh, if I am, say, a hairdresser uh, and you know, I see that my clientele is, you know, and I like, and I do women's hair, a hairstylist. Uh, maybe, you know, that this, your, your social media is working for you if you have more women who are out there liking your, your page. Uh, 
So, but let's get back to the question of, well, what do I do, which is the social media thing that I should be doing. Um, It should be the one you're most comfortable with. So if you don't know how to use Twitter, don't use Twitter. If you don't know how to use Facebook, don't use Facebook. Or And if you don't like being on video, don't, don't use YouTube. But pick one, uh, and maybe you're, if you're just starting out and you're not used to using any, pick what, you know, you, if you have a friend, have a friend help you and show you. Um, one of the things I found is that what gets me going on any of these social media sites is having friends out there. And there are lots of people on Facebook um, who actually it's almost like everybody's on Facebook and you may find your friends. And when you start to interact with them, that kind of starts to get you to learn it. We all had to learn somewhere. I had to learn how to use Facebook. Um, I remember I got on it because a friend wanted to show me something and the only way I could see it is to join. So I joined and the same thing with Snapchat. I had to learn how to use that. And that one was, was a little harder for me because it was, uh, it, it's not, um, typing, typing things into it's swipe. It's swiping on your phone instead of typing things on the computer. So that was a little hard, but I figured it out. Uh, but again, my audience isn't there, so I don't, you know, it's a little lonely. So the only person I see out there is, um, my young relatives and, and, it, it doesn't. It doesn't get me. <clears throat> excuse me. Mm. <clears throat> it doesn't it doesn't get me going? So pick something that you know you have. Your friends are out there, and you can start learning how to use it. And uh, now, the the important thing is consistency. If you want to build a following, um, you have to be there. And I know some people are going to complain. Oh gosh, you know. Well, that's a lot of work. Well, it is. Um, it's not as bad as you think. Even if you post once a day, that's better than nothing. Um, I don't post every day. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. There are tools out there that you can use uh, where you can automate your posting. There are tools, and I, I go over. I'll, I can go over that, and uh, maybe I'll do a webinar on that. Um, I was just showing uh, my my admin assistant does some of the tools I use and it's it's great. You can schedule posts. You can even do that on Facebook. You can schedule them ahead of time, and you don't even need to be there. So um, pick the thing that you find. Okay, so I know that another another question is okay. Which is if you had to rank the different social media sites, uh, modalities, or whatever you want to call them, which is the best? Well. Um, from what I've heard, not just in my experience, but also with uh, other people who are in the business, right now I still think Facebook is probably the best. Um, let, let me take that back one one step further, and we'll talk about this later. But the next thing we're going to talk about when we come back from break is is the thing that you have to do first before you even do social media, because that is number one. But after number one, number two is Facebook. Uh, number three is YouTube, and it might even be number two because YouTube, and I'm guilty of not using it as much as I want to, um, but YouTube is owned by Google, and so there's a lot. People go to YouTube to search for everything. I'm, maybe you've gone to YouTube. How do I do blah? You know, how do I um, change the battery on my phone? Well, YouTube it. Now it's going to become you know a verb. You YouTube it. Um, 
So Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, not so much, uh, though, unless you have a really good following on Twitter. Some people have. I have a friend who um, he built his Twitter following early on, and he's got like tens of thousands of people, and he's very active, and people, those people who are dedicated to Twitter um, are watching his feeds all the time. So that's one. Now, LinkedIn is another one. Um, everybody says LinkedIn is a little bit more for business, you know, well, I got corporate kind of business. Uh, I've been, people who've been finding me on LinkedIn are more in my area of business, which is the holistic spiritual self-help thing so um and linkedin is trying to become more like facebook more like google plus where you can post things and like things and um you know just like just like facebook uh but i find that uh, well i haven't seen a lot of as much interaction as you do on facebook um facebook tends to be a little bit more for personal things but you know people want to get to know you that's what we talked about earlier. You got to build your relationship with people. People will buy from people they trust. People will buy from people they know. They're not going to buy from people they don't trust. So, and we're going to go to break in ten seconds. But I'll tell you one quick thing. Uh, Reed Tracy of Hay House. He was he's the publisher, the CEO, and he said it doesn't matter what book we publish. It's not the topic. It's the person. It's the author. Because they could write anything they want. People will buy books from the person that they like. All right, we're going to break. When we come back, we'll go over the last two of the five secrets to grow your spiritual business. So hang in there with us. We're actually on Facebook right now. Um, and uh, our Facebook page, I'm going to have to figure out how to do this on the page. I've done this on, uh, I'm doing a live video, which is actually on my personal um, page, but uh, my personal profile is that what they call it and i'd love to know how to get it maybe i'll try it next time on my my between and heaven and earth radio page if you're out there uh go over and like us at facebook.com slash between heaven and earth and we're talking about the five secrets to grow a successful spiritual business and we're up to number four so number four i promised you was more important than social media it is keep a list to keep a list of you got to keep a list of email addresses of what we call self-selected people who choose to be on your list uh, those self-selected people are interested in you and your business now this is the key in building your customer relationship so uh, whether you are a brick and mortar that is you've got a store you've got a grocery store you've got a um, drug store you've got a flower shop you could still make a list. You got a restaurant. Um, people like you. They want to know more about you. They want to know what your business is uh, offering. You know, maybe you've got. Uh, I'm just thinking restaurants. You know, maybe you have a special one week. There's a restaurant we like to go to in Hastings called um, St. George. Oh, love it! And they had a special that week on fixed price for between Tuesday and Thursday. Well, if uh, I would, and I think I am on their list. Um, they could send me an email, and let me know that that's there, and then hey, I will go down and you know, take advantage of that. So you want to build a list. Uh, if you're doing 
a holistic or spiritual business, let's see, you're um, a massage therapist, maybe you're an architect who works for himself, or maybe you are um, a, uh, a Reiki healer. Every chance you get to get somebody on your list, somebody who's interested in what you do, somebody who wants to know more about you, say, you know, I'll put you on my list and now and I'll let you know when I'm going to have my next special, when I'm going to do my next event, uh, where I'm going to be. And this will allow you to stay in contact with them. So by staying in contact periodically through email, you allow your customers or your potential customers to get to know you and keep your business in front of them. You know what they say about out of sight, out of mind? Well, that goes here. So you, um, if, you're, if they're not on your list, it's harder to build that relationship with them and communicate consistently. And this is why your email list is the most important part of growing your business. Uh, people who've made millions and millions on the Internet did it through lists. And again, this is the key part of the resonate stage of marketing. Now, you don't need a large list to be effective in gaining customers. You want um, the people on your list. Are, you, you, if, ever, if you've got a million people on your list, but only you know, 10 of them really love you and like you, um, you know, who cares about the other you know, 990,000? Uh, when you're just starting out, your list is going to be small, and that's okay. So how do you start? What you start with is maybe a few customers and some of your family and friends. So don't discount your family and friends, and hopefully you guys out there who are family and friends um, will, will, you know, be on the list, (laughs) be on our list. And what they can do, people on your list don't necessarily always have to be customers. They can also be your advocates. So it could be customers and advocates. When they know what's going on about what you're doing, they can share with their friends uh, or family um, what you're doing. So every chance you get, if there's anyone interested in you, and your business, get them on your email list. And there are lots of ways to do that online. If you have a website, there are lots of ways to do that in person. And I don't have time to go over that now, uh, but I do talk about it in some of the classes that I do. Uh, there are some really quick and easy ways to do that. Like I said, I, I, um, I think I nearly tripled my list in a couple of years um, doing these things. But a list is great. Um, and, you know, I've had people who have told me, Oh, I've been on your list for years, uh, and it was only after some time that they, you know, popped up and they said something. But um, and I also have people who say, "Oh, I love your emails. I love to get them. I love to read them," and and that's nice. It's very gratifying. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but there are less and less. I'm getting less and less mail. I don't get junk mail any. I get email instead. And uh, you know, the good thing about email is that you don't have to um is that you can put a lot more information in an email than you can in an envelope. Uh also the other thing about email is that it's for you know in the beginning it's free. You can you can send out to 2000 emails a month I believe for free using Mailchimp. Um and then there's all kinds of wonderful automation things that you can do. And you can the thing that you can do with email that you can't do with regular snail mail is you can tell uh, 
what people are looking at. So, for example, how would you do that? So, if you have a, a link in your email to a product or to an article that you have, and you start to see uh, maybe you've got three products and you've got links to describing them to um, on your website, and you find out that one of those links gets clicked on all the time and the others don't, then you know that one product, that one link is what people like. And that's so valuable. That information is just absolutely priceless. So a list is priceless. Um, Once you get it, you want to guard it. And and there are lots of ways to keep people from unsubscribing and getting more people on. And, um, but, you know, that's that's a talk for another time. Uh, Okay, number five. So the last thing is to go out and do. So every class, every talk, every service you offer is doing marketing for you, and it gets the word out that you're open for business. The more you do, the more opportunity people have to come across you in action and know that you have something to offer. And you have to remember it takes like seven to nine times of somebody seeing you go by, see your name go by before they begin to even remember that you exist. I remember... um, Cozy Tires used to drive by. Their trucks were always going by, and I used to see the name Cozy all the time. Cozy Tires, you know that they weren't even putting a billboard up. It was just the truck going by, Um, and I, you know, starts to stick in your head. So going out and doing helps you reach um, also a larger group of potential customers. My business always starts to grow and do more. There are things that I uh, used to offer in my business that I don't anymore. and when I start doing teaching or talking or doing other things, um, people start to ask me for all kinds of stuff. Um, and it's like, well, some of those things I don't do anymore. But it just shows you that uh, you got to go and do. So don't be afraid to give a talk or a webinar. Um, the, you know, if you, even if you have a brick-and-mortar shop, you can say, say you're a, a flower arranger. That just popped in my head. And... You know, you or you have a flower. You're a florist, and you sell flowers. You can give a little talk in your shop on how to arrange flowers. That's a that's a tough thing to do, but people like to learn how to do that. And then you can give it for free, and then people come in. They get to know that you exist. They get to know um, that you do wonderful flower arrangements, and uh, and they learn a little something. So don't be afraid to give a talk or a webinar. Um, And the best way to start is to do one, even if it's short or you're not exactly sure of what you're doing. That's the only way you're going to learn and improve. And also remember, you have to go out and test things, test your products, your services before offering them and to see uh, what the real market response is. There are are many, many businesses out there that only succeeded after trying many, many things, right? You know, you try 10 things, one works. Um, Maybe that one thing becomes the thing that becomes the next, you know, most popular viral thing out there. Okay, so that's the uh, five. There you have it. So the five things you can do to get your business going or boost your existing one. Having your own business can be really exciting and very rewarding. Um, you know, it can be a little frustrating too, but if you put a few things in place, that can really make it, it can really make a huge difference in your business right away, just absolutely immediately. I've learned many, many things that uh, just doing one thing. I learned that, um, for example, if you have an opt-in on your website, which means, you know, sign-up form to sign up for your email, 
list, if you reduce it to just putting the first name and the email address, you'll get more signups. I did that one thing. I was like, unbelievable. It's just I started to get more people signing up. So learn these things. All these things help. Don't give up. You got to keep going. If you're interested in, you know, more of these things, more of these tips, you can again go to howtostartyourspiritualbusiness.com and I um I've got some free videos there. I also have a quick and easy online course that goes into all of this and more. If you want, you can go to my website at lmk88.com, click on online classes and you'll see a course called How to Start Your Spiritual Business. And uh, it's an online course. You get it forever. If you sign up, um, there's a resource page where I update the latest and greatest tools online to get your business on the Internet fast and how to, you know, how to use it with little effort. Um, I understand how, how daunting that can be. But, um, you know, I, it's fun. I, uh, it, it can be fun. And I, there's a lot of things you can do with the power of um, the Internet, but also just knowing how to attract, resonate, and synergize with your customers, what those principles are, and you can really get your business to, to grow very quickly. So go out there and do that. We're at the end of my show. Thank you for being out there. And, um, you know, again, go to facebook.com slash between heaven and earth and leave us a comment. You've been listening to Between Heaven and Earth Radio. We're conscious living for your soul. So tune in right here on Own Times Radio next week. We're live. Angel blessings to everybody. Thank you.